I would like to state officially and on the record, just so we're all on the same page and I'm not hiding anything, but I am very sore. Why are you sore? From the gazebo. Oh, the gazebo. <laughs> we had a project yesterday. Well, Jeff had a project. My project was to sit on my butt. Um, but Jeff was helping my dad install a like, it's not really a gazebo. It's like a tent for their patio, basically, so they can have socially distant dinners outside, even if it's raining. Like my dad wanted to tent their patio. So he texted Jeff and he said, hey, I think I need help. Can you come over today? So off we went. And it wasn't that big of a deal, right? It wasn't a, a super complicated or super strenuous gazebo being built. Like it wasn't, there wasn't no lumber involved or whatever. There was a kind of a, a, a aluminum-ish frame and then a cover that had to go over the top. But it was just, it physically was more than I had done in a long time. <laughs> I was going to say, or are you just old? I don't know. Yeah, or I'm just, or I'm getting older, but I just, uh, yeah, I'm just feeling it. So when was, honestly, when was the last time you had your hands over your head for hours at a time? Right. So not, yeah. Right. So anyways, but the gazebo thing is done that. What's it called? The tent? The, the tent, yeah. The whatever it is, is done. So if you would like to have a cocktail in the rain with Callie's parents. Uh, they're set up for it. Yeah, they're ready for you. The upside means living in gratitude, finding the positive in every experience, and helping other people do the same. You are now part of the movement. Welcome to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. My name is Jeff Dollar, and today I am grateful that yesterday I crossed a micro-anxiety that's been bugging me for months off my list. What is it? I'm kind of curious. I, I, for whatever reason, when people would send me invites from their calendar, mm -hmm. I would never get them. Yeah, I remember, because I would invite you to stuff all the time. And you're like, I didn't get it. To, and, but for, you know, like for new clients that we would have on the show where they would do these onboarding calls or whatever, I would ha always have to ask the sales rep, well, can you just email me the info? I don't get invites. And so finally yesterday I put a Google on it. It's not an unusual thing. And I found out that I just had to go into my iCloud and change a couple settings. Mm -hmm. And I wrote back the last person to invite me to something and said, Hey, would you mind re-inviting me to that? And they did. And it worked. Oh my gosh. This and is I, huge. Yep. So uh, I feel great about that. Nice. My name is Callie Dollar and I am grateful for Dinner Affair. They're not even an advertiser this week. I just, <laughs> we ordered Dinner affair is one of those things where like you don't realize how much you love it until you don't have it. And your first order, like we haven't ordered in like what, a month and a half. And we got our order for this month because we've been eating not so healthy. And how easy was dinner last night? And it was so delicious. Oh my gosh, it was so good. I'm like, why do I ever take lapses in ordering? I shouldn't because they're awesome. Anyways. We have some exciting news, by the way, about Dinner Affair. Um, they, it looks like they're going to be a big part of the future of the show. And we're so excited. Oh my gosh. They've it's been supporters since the beginning. They just kind of got. Literally since day one. Well, they were going through a huge change because they 
up, like they had to move because they outgrew where they were. So they had like a huge move. And then we are just, you know, just so trying to figure trying out, to figure out yeah. life. So but we're we just, finally on the same page and, and they're going to be a big part of the future. Yeah. We're so excited. So we'll have that announcement in the next week or two. Anywho, um, I want to go back to setting up the gazebo because you, I don't even know if you heard this, Callie, but your dad made a comment about putting the gazebo together that I just, I kind of laughed at it when he said it, but then a few hours later I was thinking about it and realized what, like why I did what he said. So here's the thing. This is one of those, um, assemble it yourself, Ikea style things. Mm -hmm. So we got a big box. Well, your dad, he had it all unpacked by the time we got there, but it was just a big box and everything had a sticker on it. So at part A1, part A2, part A3, right. part C, screw Z, screw D, screw washer C, like all the, everything was just labeled with a sticker with a letter. And part of the gazebo involves a shelf and we could not figure out how the shelf was going to fit on these two pieces. It was supposed to, to like go. Like the holes where the, where the like nuts and bolts go didn't make sense. They, right. It would have like, it just, it was very confusing. And we took like a leg off and moved it to the other side and then turned it the other way and then put, then reversed it. And we just did all this stuff and we couldn't figure it out. And I ended up going back in the instruction manual and looking at the individual pictures and realized that the leg that they gave us was actually, even though it was labeled leg number three, was actually a duplicate of leg number four. Like they so gave they us, sent you two of one part and zero of the other. And right. So there was no physical way that those two parts working together, we're going to hold a shelf. Mm -hmm. So we had to build it without the shelf essentially. But your dad made the comment that he's glad that I was there because I went into the instruction manual and looked up and counted the number of holes and compared them to every piece that we had. He said that he probably would have gotten frustrated and stopped, thought about it all night, got up the next day and tried to solve it because the way his brain works, he is like, I, this table is not going to outsmart me. Like this shelf is not going to outsmart. I'm smarter than this shelf. Like I'm a college educated, law school educated, smart man. Mm -hmm. I can figure this out. And we all kind of laughed at that and just moved on. But then I started thinking, what does that say about me? And I realized what it says about me. What? I... I'm never wrong. Like when I am faced with an obstacle, one of, <laughs> one of the first things that I'll do is go back and try to prove that the, the, that the error other person is was wrong. somebody else's problem. That's funny. I mean, it's, it's funny that that moment made you realize that. Cause we've talked about this before about why I don't, I won't pretty much argue with you. Because if you are willing to go into it, you know, you're right. You know and, what I mean? Like if you're willing to pick up the instruction manual 
Like if you've been through it and you're like, this doesn't make logical sense. This doesn't work. This does not work. It's not me. It's them. And I'm going to figure out where they messed up. It's so funny. But and here, and I'll say this because I don't think that there really is anything wrong with being never wrong. Right. And here's why I say that. I won't engage in an argument with someone or a debate with someone unless you know you're right or I am so confident in my position that they're not the the chances of them changing my mind are very very slim. Mm-hmm. If there's something that I'm on the fence about, then I won't it won't be an argument. I'll say, "Hey, I'm kind of leaning here, but try to change my mind." Like, right. See, sell me on the other one. Mm-hmm. But if I truly believe that the answer is 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 D, I will do all the research to back up that D and I will <laughs> in advance disprove anything that you are going to say that's going to suggest A, B, or C. So it's not that you're never wrong. It's that you're never wrong about things you're <clears throat> willing to go into a fight about. I'm never wrong because I'm not going to be confident about something unless I'm sure about it, which I don't think is a bad thing. No, I don't think it's a bad thing either. But what I'm saying is like, you are wrong in life. Yeah. You're just not wrong when you put your mind to something and you're like, I have research. I am backing myself up and I am secure about this and I am moving forward with my opinion. Yeah. And I don't think, yeah. And I, I say that because I don't think that there is anything wrong with researching your point of view and arguing and not backing down. There is, um, and it drives some people crazy. Yeah. I think I am like a fairly patient person, but that's why I don't argue with you. But that's why when you butt heads with someone, you really butt heads with them. Um, I, someone said years ago, and I thought it was so smart. You know, when people leave a company and they give like a goodbye email to everybody, you know, yeah. like a corporate goodbye or whatever. Which, which who's writing the email? Is it the corporate? No. We wish them luck on their mm-hmm. endeavors or is it the employee saying It's the employee goodbye. saying like, this yeah. is what I've learned in my 25 years yeah. of being at this company or whatever. And, um, somebody wrote their goodbye letter when I first started at my corporate job. And I thought this was so smart. I printed it out. I've got to find it. But basically what they were saying is there is no bad idea, thought, or position if you can back it up. Yeah, that's my thing. It literally doesn't. That's so he was like, it doesn't matter if you're an intern. It doesn't matter if you're the CEO. If you can back up your point, you have one. And I used to say that when when I worked in radio and I had people that that worked with me and that were – up and coming in the radio business. I hate the phrase like beneath me because they weren't beneath me, but they were coworkers. Green, yeah, they were new in the without as much experience. But I said, like, I would empower them and say, look, you guys are going to handle this. Like, you're you're going to handle this promotion from beginning to end, and and you can't screw it up because as long as you can argue and justify the decisions you make throughout planning it, then I've got your back. Mm -hmm. You don't just make a decision based on nothing. 
like do your research. That might mean come and ask me, hey, in your experience, if you've done this before, what happens with this and this and this? But do your research. Yeah. So anyways, all that came from a gazebo. And um, a little side note, this is like a little asterisk in the show. Something people know, might not know about you is at one point you thought about going to law school. Like you wanted to be in the legal field, but my dad told you the other night, he's like, you really wouldn't have made a good lawyer. Um, I think he said that about both of us for some reason. He did because we <laughs> were on the same side of something. And my dad was like, well, I don't know. Think about this, you guys. And both of us were like, yeah, no, here's why <laughs> ABCD done. Yeah. Uh, I'm glad I could never could have, I'm not smart enough for that or patient enough to do that <laughs> level of learning. <laughs> okay. I realized something weird about myself the other night, and I'm wondering if like any 90s kids have this hang up. So I couldn't sleep the other night. I rented. This, by the way, this segment is called Am I Normal, which used to be uh, something that I did on the radio years ago, and it was always one of my favorite things. Oh my gosh, it's so fun because you're like, yeah, you, you get fun. a glimpse into all of the p peculiarities. Is that the word? Peculiarity? I don't think that's a word. The nuances. The nuances, that's better. The little quirks in people's life. So uh, so Callie has one, and then I have one, and I, I think we'll invite you to share your am I normal? Are and, you normal? Yeah. And anyway. without fail, you guys would always find someone that says, yeah, that's normal. Yeah, I Even do that the too. weirdest stuff. Yeah, totally. Okay, so I'm not able to sleep the other night sitting in front of the TV. Nothing that I want to watch because it's like infomercial time mm -hmm. is on TV. Right. So I'm like, you know what I would really like to watch? Can't buy me love. Now it, at the, this point in, you know, 2020, there's very few things that you can't find in some form or fashion. You may have to rent it. It might be on demand, but it's there. If yeah. you want to watch it, you can find it digitally. Right. So I sat there and it said, okay, $2.99. You can rent this for two days. It's $2.99. And I sat there looking at the screen like, oh my gosh, should I like wake Jeff up and ask him <laughs> if I can rent this? Like, because- You don't ask me about spending money on anything I know, ever. Th that's why this is so, <laughs> this is so weird. You're aware that you're the breadwinner in right. this family, right? But I'm like, is that weird? Like, what if I, because it charges to the credit card. Now I can think of- two reasons why I might feel this way. And then one reason it's totally ridiculous. Do you remember, did you ever stay in hotels with your parents? And there was one button on the TV that was like an HBO channel or a pay-per-view channel oh, or whatever. You and they were it, like, it charges you $24.99 immediately. Right. So yeah. they're like, never touch that button. Always be careful that you're never ordering movies. Right. And I think I have that stuck in my head of like, oh my gosh, it's a big deal yep. to order a movie yep. on your TV. Like that's a huge deal. Well, it wasn't like 1999. Sure. Number two is I, well, I can't remember what number two was, but I was thinking like we used to go to Blockbuster. Movies at Blockbuster that we would rent are more than $2.99, right? Yeah, it's a non-issue. So it's but like- for whatever reason, you have- <laughs> Pay-per-view paranoia. Oh my gosh. I'm so. You have PPVP. Yeah. Pay-per-view paranoia. Yeah. Um, but it's just, I get so hung up on it. I probably sat there for five minutes analyzing whether I should spend that $2. Um, I, um, I think that's a great one to kick it off. I have one and am I normal? I fear 
that dog food goes stale. Mm -hmm. So we have a big, I don't know, it holds like 15 gallons. It's a big plastic thing that lives in one of our cabinets that we put the dog food in when we buy the big 15 pound bag. However, I don't know how much that bag is, but we get like one bag of dog food a month. Mm -hmm. I will use it all the way down to the bottom before I put the new bag in there because I don't want there to be stale dog food at the bottom, like through two bags. Like I want to go now, through Now, are you one worried that it's going to make our dogs sick? No, I just worry about the taste. Like they might not like. Yeah, is there, is there, there's nothing worse than trying to get a, you know, a snack and you reach into the cabinet and you get some crackers out or you get some chips they're out. They're stale. They're stale. So I don't want the dogs to have that. I think that's really sweet. It's also like, I don't know, funny. I bet you're, I bet other people feel that way. I don't feel that way. So are we normal pay-per-view paranoia, stale dog food? All Eight, right. Should we give out the phone number? Oh yeah, go ahead. 800-434-5454. If you would like to commiserate with either one of us and, or tell us what you think is maybe not so normal about yourself. All right. And speaking of voicemails, you can leave us a message about anything. And this is one of our favorite types of messages to get. Hi, Kelly and Jeff. This is Stephanie. And Jeff, I just wanted to let you know, after watching your experience after leaving a certain radio station and just seeing how happy you were doing what you actually wanted to do, I wanted to let you know that I finally got the courage after 14 years of working at a place to venture out on my own and um, work for myself. And I got to tell you, it's the best thing that I ever did, but I don't think I could have done it without seeing your journey and how happy it made you. Um, so I just wanted to say thank you. Thank you for helping me get the courage together to finally work for myself. Um, also, Callie and Jeff, congratulations on the baby, and I'm just so happy for you guys. And I love the podcast. Keep it up. Talk to you guys later. Love you. Bye. Favorite message to get. Good for her. So if this is your first time listening to the show or you just started recently, Jeff was in a job for two years, right before we started the show. And he was miserable. But Well, I was in the job for three years. The first year was fine. The, the first year was good. The second year, it started to go sideways. And the third year, it was impacting every aspect of my life in a negative way. You didn't see your friends. You were always upset when you were home. You were constantly stressed. You weren't sleeping. Personal stuff of ours was being, you know, put aside. I think you even like missed one of your best friend's birthdays, which is so not you. Yeah, probably. Because it was just all consuming negativity. And I think when we were in that space, we were both so obsessed isn't the right word. Our greatest concern was what if Jeff loses his job because he makes significantly or made at the time more money than I did, which is a natural fear to have, of course, but you have to understand that not all earnings are financial, right? What you get out of a job isn't just salary. And I was kind of forced to face that when the radio station made changes and I wasn't a part of the new version. So uh, bye-bye. But it turned out, I mean, when I was relieved of that burden, I 
danced out of that building. I immediately felt lighter. He called me right after it happened. And I said, oh my God, I'm so sorry. And I started crying and he was like, Callie, I'm fine. He's like, I'm actually better than I'm fine. I feel lighter than I have felt in two years. And for some people that's, you know, like she just said, she left a job. She had been there for 14 years. There is a paralyzing fear when it comes to, especially a, a secure, a financially secure job, especially when you're an adult and you have responsibilities. But I got to say, I have, I kind of thought, you know, that the, the, not the money was the most important thing, but that was the main driving factor of work and, you know, working yourself up in an industry. And when Jeff lost his job, I cannot tell you how many people sent messages in saying either I got fired or I left. I was terrified. I was so scared about the money part because I was doing really well, but I have never felt better. I have never been happier and it worked itself out. Sometimes you just have to trust that after you leap or get pushed from your platform, that the net will appear. And please understand that not all earnings are financial. If your work or what you do is compromising things that you love and your personal life, might be time to reevaluate. Here are some of the things that make BetterHelp fantastic. Number one, they're going to connect you with a licensed therapist or counselor in a safe and private online environment. So convenient. And you can usually start communicating in under 24 hours. You're going to have access to send a message to your counselor at any time and you'll get timely and thoughtful responses. Plus, you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions. All this without having to sit in an uncomfortable waiting room right now, if you can even find a therapist booking in-person sessions. Now, the service is available for clients worldwide. They're so committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches. They make it easy and absolutely free to change counselors if needed. And it's more affordable than traditional offline counseling. Financial aid is available. I want you to get started living a happier life today. You get 10% off your first month just by going to betterhelp.com slash upside. Join over 1 million people taking charge of their mental health at betterhelp, B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P.com slash upside today. I first saw Rothy's a number of years ago. I was seeing them everywhere on celebrities and I thought they were so cute. And I finally figured out what they were. That was Rothy's shoes and their loafer style was adorable. So I ordered my first pair. I now am the proud owner of three and there's so much to love about these shoes. One, there is no break-in period. So I could immediately wear them to work. No like chafing, no burning, no like causing blisters on my toes. That is the worst part of flats. Number two, they have a bunch of different styles. I love the loafer style, but they also came out with like a slip on um, sneaker version that's super cute, which I'm going to be ordering this week because they're awesome. And three, they are made from recycled water bottles. How cool is that? So they're taking, well, they've kept over 50 million single use plastic bottles out 
of landfills. I love that. They are also number four, machine washable. You don't want to put heat on them, but there's a highlight in my on my Instagram about how you can wash your Rothy's over and over and over. I've washed mine about a dozen times and they look as good as the first day I pulled them out of the box. Check out all the amazing shoes and bags available right now at rothys.com slash upside. That's R-O-T-H-Y-S dot com slash upside. Style and sustainability meet to create your new favorite flats. Head to rothys.com slash upside today. Brooklinen was the very first direct-to-consumer bedding company, and in their time since 2014, delivering comfortable sheets and bedding to people all over the world, they have earned over 50,000 five-star reviews. Not only do they have bedding, but now you can get loungewear, towels, everything you need for your spa-like comfort in your own home from Brooklinen. They've got towels, they've got shower curtains, they've got loungewear, they've got eye masks, robes, every little detail that makes your special place in your house the most comfortable place in your house, they've thought of it. And right now, they are ready to help you make over your sleeping and bathing space. They're so confident in their products that all their sheets, comforters, loungewear, and towels have a lifetime warranty. You get 10% off your first order plus free shipping when you use promo code UPSIDE at brooklinen.com. That's B-R-O-O-K-L-I-N. N-E-N dot com. Use the promo code UPSIDE to save 10%. Everything you need to live your most comfortable life at brooklinen.com. Today's quote of the day is, great things are done by a series of small things brought together. Here are my three random things for today. Number one, if you're a fan of Game of Thrones, know this. One of the studios that made props for Game of Thrones has been forced to close due to coronavirus, and they're auctioning off a lot of their inventory, including Game of Thrones props. So oh, if, that's cool. if you're a hardcore fan or you know a hardcore fan, uh, you'll want to make your way over to our show notes and click the link that we'll put in there, and you can bid on stuff until I think August 27th, a week from tomorrow. It's never too early to buy Christmas presents and put them in your closet. Right. Uh, some of the stuff, dragon eggs, Daenerys, Targaryen's wigs, uh, pirate. <laughs> How do you say it? Clearly we do not watch Game of Thrones. Um, there's also stuff from the movies, Pirate of the Cari- Pirates of the Caribbean, which is what caught my eye. So I will be checking it out. Okay. Uh, number two, a uh, Lego piece that had gone missing for two years finally turned up when a seven-year-old boy blew his nose. He put a Lego up his nose when he was five, went crying to his mom. They rushed him to the hospital. The hospital put a scope up there and was like, uh, we don't see anything. So they sent him home. Two years later, he blew his nose and a piece of the Lego came out. Oh, my gosh. Yep. Uh, And my third random thing. uh, This is actually a thing this year. Halloween trees. Halloween trees. Yep. Like. And people are already starting to put them up. So if you have an artificial Christmas tree, Mm -hmm. you put it up early. So like in September or early October, and you decorate it with a Halloween theme. Hmm. Then you take the Halloween decorations off. You decorate it with a Thanksgiving theme. Then you strip the Thanksgiving decorations off and you put the Christmas decorations You know, on I'm not going to lie to you. When you said Halloween tree, I had total 
coronavirus on the mind. And you know, I thought what I thought you were going to say What is that instead of trick or treating with contact that people were going to go out into their front yards and tie candy to trees. That's not a bad idea. And then the kids just walk up and down the street and like pull yeah. like little mini bags of M&Ms off the trees. Yeah. It's actually a brilliant idea. I mean, you know, I mean, it, it does impede on the whole, like having to have the courage to knock at the door and say trick or treat and, oh, what are you? And have the adult if, conversation. But I, I think it'd be a good idea. Halloween can stay if we can just find a way to distribute the candy safely, right? Like you don't want to- Like putting it on your tree. Yeah. You might really be onto something. I think I am. I think that's the best idea I've had all week. Because then there's only two people touching it. One, the person who decorates the tree Mm -hmm. with the candy, Mm -hmm. and they just wash their hands or wear gloves before they do it, right? Mm -hmm. It's outside, which is so much safer than being inside. And then the you don't have one kid like reaching into a bucket of candy and touching everybody else's. You just pull your own. That's brilliant. Yeah. I'm very smart. I have a, were you ever the kid that poured the whole thing of Halloween candy? I wasn't either. Nah. I hate that. Yeah. Prude. Oh, and that was my third random thing. That's all three. (laughs) Okay. So we have been spending, I, I, we have so many parent stories, but like I'm off this week. We've been at my parents every day for random little things. So this is like the episode of my parents. Um, I was in the attic clearing out stuff at my parents. Now there's two reasons for it. One is because they've saved a bunch of baby stuff and there's some stuff that I want to incorporate into our daughter's room and stuff like that. So I went to go sort through that twofold is for since I left for college, my dad has said every time I come home, Hey, you know, you got stuff to go through in the attic. Like it's not a joke. Cause it really drives him nuts, but there is stuff in the attic. So I have been trying to be out of Jeff's way this week because I'm on vacation. He obviously is still working on the show. So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to go up to my parents, go through the attic and just see what's up there. Sort through it. Right now I find all sorts of gems, you know, most of it's stuff. I'm like tossing dumb stuff. But I found yesterday, I didn't even tell you about this. I found a box, a wooden box that an ex-boyfriend had made for me. And it said, happy Valentine's day. And it was like, you know, he had used like tissue paper and all of this stuff, but then like Mod Podged it, you know, so it was like shiny or whatever. And inside there were pictures of us inside the box. I have no clue who he is. Well, then he's not an ex-boyfriend. He's probably just a stalker. No, I think like I recognize his face and I associate it with something good, but like I can't remember his name. I have no idea. So I say that to say like, obviously we were in a position and he's like kissing me in the photo. So obviously I liked him too. Right. And he took the time to make me this thing. And I'm sure if I was in high school or middle school, that there was a breakup and, or I was crying or sad or venting to my friends and thinking things were horrible, whatever. It wasn't that bad though. Cause you didn't smash the, box. the little box that he made or burn it or anything. You saved it. I saved, but I saved a lot of ex-boyfriend Cause, stuff. Cause he was special. And now you don't even know his name. Now I don't know his name. I also found my yearbooks. I was like reading through the messages that people had written and stuff like that. And the PSA that I have if you have kids in high school right now, or you happen to be in high school and you're listening to this is 
all of the older people in my life would say to me, and I don't know if you got this in high school, probably not because you're a guy and this is such a girl thing, but none of this stuff is going to matter. In 10 years, you won't even remember these people. And when you're in high school, you're thinking, yeah, right. What do these old people know? This is my life. This is serious. I'm heartbroken. He made me so sad. This is my whole life. Earth shattered with this breakup. And now you don't even remember the name of the guy. Now I don't even remember his name. He probably went to the industrial arts lab every study hall for a week to make you this homemade box. So anyways, I just wanted to put a PSA and say that I have reached that age, high school girls, when I can tell you on the other side, this is coming from a girl who some of my best friends that I talk to every day are my friends from seventh grade. The boys don't matter so much. Can't even remember his name. And at one point he was a huge deal, nor can I remember the names of some of the people that wrote things in my yearbook. So life does move on. Thank you for listening to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. Please make sure you've subscribed so you never miss an episode of The Upside. If you are not part of the advisory horde just yet, I would like to give you some reasons to join. Uh, Number one, every advisory horde member gets an exclusive pin. These pins are only available to advisory horde members and a new one comes out every year. So it'll be like a collectible thing, Mm -hmm. right? That's number one. Um, They're gonna be worth millions someday, like Beanie Babies. Yeah, they are. Beanie Babies or Happy Meal Toys. Mm-hmm. Yep, it'll be worth millions. So uh, get your hands on uh, a, an Advisory Horde pin uh, by joining the Advisory Horde. Uh, number two, it is uh, only $7, and that money goes to the operation of this show, and we are trying to create a show that doesn't have a ton of advertisements in it, that isn't overrun with, with sponsorships and stuff like that, And every dollar that you can contribute to the operating costs help us with that. So we appreciate that. I feel like we should create a hashtag and it should be called Keep Jeff Home. Yes. (laughs) Keep Jeff Dollar from Keep Jeff Employed. Yeah, keep Jeff Dollar employed. Um, And then the third reason is because we we lean on the advisory board quite a bit to help us design the show. So we'll send emails out or um, I think most recently we asked them to help us pick out the color of the weaponized hamster Mm -hmm. 2020 shirts, the colors that we would sell, stuff like that. So if you would like to be a part of the advisory board that on this show is called the advisory horde, um, just text the word horde to 800-434-5454 or go to advisoryhoard.com. Thank you. We appreciate every single one of you. So I wanted to let you know it's a little secret, so don't tell anybody, okay? But if you go to the deli, and I like Kroger, so I'm on the Kroger side of the team, but if you go into their deli and they can slice you pepperoni and just it's so much better, so much fresher, and it's not as expensive. So if you're making a pizza, like we love our Komodo Joe and we'll make pizzas on that thing, and you only need like six slices, and it's like 30 cents. So even if there is an increase in the price or a shortage, you can get enough for six slices at the deli. Okay. Have a good one. Toodles. Who has had 
buy vitamins and or supplements on their to-do list for an abnormally long time. You can't see it over here, but I am raising my hand. Why is it so complicated? You're like, yes, I'm going to make some positive changes. I'm going to do it. I'm finally going to take my vitamins. Walk into the store, get to the vitamin aisle. Oh my God, there are so many different kinds of brands. There's so many different ones. I don't know what to do. I'm so confused, overwhelmed, leave the store. I've done that probably 50 times, okay? Let care of make life a little bit easier, okay? You're gonna go to takecareof.com slash upside25. You're gonna answer questions about yourself, your lifestyle, and what you wanna accomplish. They're going to ship vitamin packs, individually packaged for every day, straight to your door. They will be personalized for you, your lifestyle, and what you want to accomplish. It doesn't get much easier than that, right? You can get 25% off right now for each of your first three months by going to takecareof.com slash upside25. And then after that, make sure you enter the code upside25. Again, that is 25% off each of your first three months of care of by going to takecareof.com slash upside 25 and then enter the code upside 25. I have been listening since the first show and I can't believe that I'm calling about snacks. Maybe that's where my brain is. But anyway, I just wanted to let you know that I think there's just a little bit of a skew in the results. Like Dunkaroos are awesome, but I'm 38 and they kind of came out towards the end of my like snacky kid food type error. So I think that's why they kind of lost. There's a little bit of an age skew. And also, where are devil dogs? Like, love them. Anyway, thanks. Good morning. It's Julie. Um, You can't say nothing is healthy in pecan pie, chocolate pecan pie, because chocolate has antioxidants, and nuts are always healthy. That's it. Hey, Callie and Jeff, it's Emily. Um, I was just calling uh, to give you a frequently asked question uh, for potential listeners. So a possible question that someone might have when looking at your podcast for the first time would be, do I need to start from the beginning? So they might see the number of podcast episodes at over 300 and say, oh my gosh, I I can't possibly catch up. That's too much. It would be great to say, no, you don't have to catch up. You can just start right where we are. We're a daily podcast, and you can get to know us this way. So hope that helps. Have a great day, guys. Bye. Good morning, Kelly and Jeff. This is Marcy from Georgia. Literally had to stop episode 341 where you're talking about trick-or-treat and Halloween and whether or not that's even going to occur this year in 2020, the year of unprecedented times. Um Absolutely. Don't you think trick-or-treat and Halloween should happen? I mean, the kids, most of them will have a mask on, and you don't need to get close. You literally can lean out with your bag or your bucket. Someone can pitch some candy in there, and the kid could be on their way. Don't you think 2020 and Halloween actually go together? I mean, what would be more perfect than a masked kid coming to your door to get a piece of candy? I think Halloween should still occur. Thanks and have a great day. Every child deserves a champion, an adult who will never give up on them, who understands the power of connection and insists that they become the best that they can possibly be. Is this job tough? You betcha. But it is not impossible. We can do this. We're educators. We're born to make a difference.